Hello and welcome to Throw It In Rotation's Wildcard Weekend Preview Series. We're diving deep into every wildcard matchup, giving you all the information you need to be able to sit back and enjoy this massive weekend of football. Check out our feed for previews of each of the other five games, but for now, let's get on with Jaguars at Chargers, shall we, Ashley Cadell? Yes, let's do it. And the Jaguars Chargers, I think, is probably one of the closest contests out of the, this wildcard mm. weekend for sure. Fourth and fifth seeds in the in the AFC and the new AFC South champions, the Jacksonville Jags, will host the Chargers who finished second in the AFC West behind Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. And an interesting QB battle, Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Herbert, two of the young QBs featuring in their first ever playoff game as well. So wow. be interesting to Massive. see who's got the minerals when it matters. Mm. Um, so Harry, why don't you uh, kick us off? Yeah, I'll kick things off with an injury report, set the scene. Um, it's Thursday, we're recording this, and Mike Williams is still not practicing the LA Chargers wide receiver, of course. He was taken off on a stretcher in LA's meaningless Week 18 game, and it, it really raises the issue of why uh, Brendan Staley will start playing his starters. The game meant absolutely nothing. They couldn't go up or down in the seedings. He didn't actually take anyone out until the, early in the fourth quarter. Um, that this is a team that have had crazy injuries all year long. Uh, Austin Eckler, the running back, took a massive hit as well. And I, I got, I, I'm baffled at the decision, to be quite honest. Um, it looks now like there's going to be a game time decision for Mike Williams, and he, that is going to have a, a massive impact for Justin Herbert. His completion percentage and yards per attempt drop uh, considerably when Mike Williams is and is not on the field. Um, so yeah, it's a massive, it's a massive one, and it could be a, a a massive question over Brandon Staley if they don't come through this game. Other than that, though, the Chargers are looking pretty healthy, uh, which has come at the right time, obviously after an unfortunate season in that regard for them. The Jaguars on the other side, again, not dealing with anything too seriously. They've got a few more guys who have been limited in practice so far. Trevor Lawrence himself actually dealing with a toe something. Jamal Agnew and Brennan Scherf have also had uh, limited participation des designations as well as a few others. But um, this is the Jaguars playing in the playoffs, so you know, you're know you expecting all of them probably to pull through. None of it seems too serious. You'd expect all of them to play. So it looks like we've got two fairly healthy teams for this one. Mm, mm, uh, little quick note on Joey Bosa because he's been struggling with injuries all year. Only yeah. played five games so far and he was... He did pick up a groin injury in week 18 as well, yeah. but um, he was in full practice on Wednesday, so he should be good to go, which is a Here massive boost for, mm. for the Chargers. Absolutely. So we'll move on to, we'll have a little look back to week three, because the Jags and the Chargers have already met. And surprisingly, maybe not so surprisingly now how the season's turned out, but the Jags ran out 38-10 victors. Justin Herbert was a bit banged up there. He um, had a fracture sort of in his ribs. He, he could tell yeah. it just was not right. And I think that sort of lingered on for a few games for the rest of the season. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's hindered in it how he's how he's been, uh, you know, sort of number-wise, statistics-wise. Better years beforehand, but I think that injury has taken a big impact. But still was playing through it. Um, and again... As you said, Harry, similar themes throughout the season. Um, back in week three, Mike Williams was banged up. Kane and Allen didn't even play in the game. 
Um, so it was a very different Chargers team to what it will likely be now. Um, <clears throat> on the other side with uh, the Jaguars, I mean, it was one of Trevor Lawrence's best games. He threw for 262 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks, 71.8% pass completion. I'm sure he will be dreaming of another day like that. Uh, uh, for the wildcard game. Interestingly as well, James Robinson rushed for 100 yards and a touchdown, who he is no longer there. And obviously, Travis Etienne has taken the lead role as the main back in Jacksonville. Um, and line, the linebackers for them as well, I think we all know Josh Allen uh, and Devin Lloyd. They've had pretty good seasons, and in that game, they both had uh, 88.1 and 85.5 PFF grades, respectively. So... That is definitely something to watch out for. I think the Jaguars are definitely someone to watch out for. They, who knows? They could even go on a on a crazy run in the playoffs, which nobody would have expected at the beginning of the season. Yeah, obviously the Jaguars six and one. They're carrying all the form and all the good vibes because um, into this game because we we mentioned about um, the Chargers not playing their start or, or playing not resting their starters sorry in week 18 they still managed to lose that game and, and that's one of the arguments for playing them to keep the chemistry keep the good times and the wins rolling but they didn't actually come out with a win so you've got to think it's the Jaguars who are perhaps feeling the best about themselves right now we'll move on to Star Watch and and for me um, it's it's just the quarterbacks. The story of the game is undoubtedly this clash between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. Two young potential superstars. They've got limitless potential, um, but we've not seen anything um, anything meaty. I would say from them yet. From them yet. They're they're in there. They're both making their first postseason appearance. Um, both are playing really well. Especially Trevor Lawrence. Everything seems to have clicked. In the last half of the year, um, he's he's got his confidence. The game seems to be slowing down. All of that stuff after a miserable rookie year, um, and then Justin Herbert looks like a superstar. He seems like he's been let down by the Chargers ever since he's been there. Um, he he's been playing superb, but but whether it's been injuries, whether it's been drops, uh, we mentioned that injury to himself. He's not maybe he's been helped not helped out by the scheme as well. It doesn't seem like. The Chargers play has reflected how good Justin Herbert has been. So I'm so interested and intrigued to see which quarterback steps up in this one. I think it'll I think it'll be a game full of points. Um, I think it'll be a game full of good offensive play. And while the defenses are healthier now, you're looking at um 26th in DVOA that Jaguars defense. So I think we're going to see points. And it's just going to come down to who can keep their poise, who can uh, restrict the turnovers, restrict the mistakes the most. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a really tight game, whether that's high scoring or not. Um, and yeah, obviously Trevor Lawrence v Justin Herbert. What a fascinating battle, Harry. I want to know right now who is going to have the better game. See, I think Justin Herbert uh, should be held in a slightly high regard right now because he's put more on tape over a longer period of time. But I think the vibes. Experience. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the vibes are with Trevor Lawrence right now. Um, and I, I'm backing Trevor Lawrence to have the bigger game, actually. I, I trust Doug Peterson <laughs> um, and the Jags coaching staff more than I do Brandon Staley uh, and co. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting it to be a bit of a weird game. Both of these franchises, uh, typically franchises who know how to lose and throw away these big games, so I think it will be chaotic. But I think um, I think Trevor Lawrence, uh, and, and I'm, I'm not saying Herbert's going to have a bad game at all. I think it will just be Lawrence and the Jaguars. Who who come out on top slightly this week? Mm, mm. 
Oh, it's interesting you say about Lawrence because obviously he has definitely sort of um, sort of living up to that draft hype, uh, especially this season and towards the tail end. But he has only thrown one touchdown in his last three regular season games, and he hasn't it didn't surpass 250 yards in either of them as well. So he's not is then actually coming into this game on the hottest mm. of form. Um, I think perhaps maybe. Uh, Travis Etienne, his his rushing ability could come into into fruition. He's Definitely. had a, a thousand yards on the year as well, and it's I think he's been rookie season too. Yeah, it's been. I think it's been under the radar a little bit. The impact that Etienne has had. He's he's over eleven 1, hundred yards, um, and he actually there are only three running backs in the NFL with a higher yards per attempt, uh, yards per carry figure than him. So he's got a lot of yards, and he, he's getting it at. Uh, efficiently as well so i think that actually could be one of the keys to the game definitely one of the mm. the keys that the, the to victory for the jaguars um uh so i i think yeah because um the Chargers, they've been terrible against running backs as well they're allowing yeah. 5.6 yards per carry to running backs the worst in the nfl so etn will move yeah uh, i think he could be in for a monster game only three teams have been worse against the run than the Chargers this year, according to Football Outsiders. And it is um, uh, 26th in DVOA. I did mention the Jaguars' defence has been this year, but they've been slightly better against the run than they have the pass. So I think while both quarterbacks will find success in the air, if you look at the ground game, that's where I'd give the Jaguars the edge, and that's perhaps where uh, mm. where the win could come from this week. But then you say that, and another man on the Star Watch, Austin Eckler. I think uh, how could we not talk about him? He's mm. second behind CMC this year out of running backs for receiving yards, seven hundred twenty-two. Arguably the best pass catching back in the league. Total of to eighteen touchdowns on the year. That's both on rushing and uh, pass catching. Um, and you know he's not even bad in the run game either. Uh, he's had a couple of games with over a hundred rushing yards. He definitely has the ability to do so. Uh, and if you say if Mike Williams is out, a uh, bit more pressure, a uh, bit more focus is then out on Keenan Allen. Um, obviously Austin Eckler then becomes uh, quite an important piece, especially in the passing game for the Chargers. Yeah, definitely. And I think it is the passing game that's that's going to be. Utilised the most by both coaches offensively, and I, I can't see either of these quarterbacks, you know, not making the step up mentally or shine away from from the bright lights now that we're in playoff territory. Uh, it's been Trevor Lawrence has actually had the lowest interception percentage in the AFC this year, and two of his eight interceptions have been uh, from hail mary attempts. And and that's Trevor Lawrence. He makes really aggressive throws. His anticipation's been really on point this year, and, and like his wide receivers don't excite you that much that they're consistent but they're not making plays or doing too much on their own it's mainly down to trevor lawrence mm. he's been making things happen with his legs as well and then justin herbert's just equally as good he he's well on his way to superstardom has a higher pff rating this year lower big time throw percentage actually than trevor lawrence but a considerably lower turnover worthy percentage that rib injury though that's having a big impact on that is messing up a lot of those games yeah 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 he's Far, uh, quite well removed from that now. I think he's playing, especially that Mike Williams thing is going to make a big thing. But um, mm. he, yeah, I think it's just going to be hopefully a masterclass from from two quarterbacks, and then maybe a bit of pandemonium all around them. Yeah, it should be interesting uh, as well. Like T Law and uh, Justin Herbert, they've had such similar years. Um, 
Trevor Lawrence, 25 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and then Herbert, 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Very similar years. But uh, yeah, you look at the Jags, though, I've, as you mentioned sort of about the receivers, and their, their receiving core is underwhelming. Uh, you know, you've got Christian Kirk. Underwhelming who's sort of, and overpaid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got Christian Kirk, who's, I mean, he went for, his contract was pretty outrageous. Crazy. Um, yeah. And and I, I do like Christian Kirk, obviously former Cardinals player. I like, always liked him, and he's sort of gone off a bit more, thousand plus yard season, eight touchdowns. But again, it's not an elite elite player, is he? He's not. I think he's very good at what he does, of course. And but you look at that, the 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 receiving room for uh, the Jaguars compared to the ability of somebody like mm. Lawrence. If they had a couple of upgrades in the post in the off season, things are looking good for the Jags. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and um, and uh, I just think on paper as well, this Chargers team does look like it has uh, more of the quality. I don't know. I I think the the coaching teams, because again, it's two inexperienced quarterbacks, two inexperienced teams when it comes to the, the postseason. I I do trust Doug Peterson and the Jags coaching staff. As I said, more than Staley, I think that could have mm-hmm. a big impact on the game. Obviously, game management, calling plays, and whatever. Like we said, it it's never felt like. Justin Herbert's been helped up too much by the scheme and by the by other factors while he's been at the um, at the Chargers. So it's going to be, I think, it's a really interesting game. It is the tightest game in the betting. Let's put our money where our mouth is. Show us, um, make some predictions. Have a look at the betting outlook. The Chargers are two and a half point favourites. The over and under sits at forty seven and a half. Interestingly, the spread has gone from the Chargers minus one to now more heavily favourites at two and a half. 65% of the tickets, according to PFF, have been on the charges, but only 30% of the money. So uh, more people are betting on the charges, the public are betting on the charges, but then the the bigger betters, the maybe more shrewd betters, are back in the Jaguars, which is quite interesting. Quite interesting to see the spread has gone that way. I am I'm fairly confidently going with the overs. I do, as I say, think the charges have a bit more quality on paper. Herbert has has more on his resume than uh, Lawrence up to this point, but I think it's just going to be a crazy game. Two franchises know how to throw big games away. I'm following the plus money, taking the points back in the Jaguars. I think they'll be able to run it better, as Mm. I say. As I say, I trust the coaches, and I've just got a feeling about Trevor Lawrence as much as I love Herbert. Also, going to be back in both quarterbacks to score a Russian quarterback. No other reason than I just fancy it. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about the spread for this one, and I just, I get it. it's so close. It's so close. I'm really excited for this game. It, it literally could go either way. Um, I think, I think you would back. I think just about back in back in the Jags for the spread. Um, but my my main pick um, for this one, obviously, as we said about Travis Etienne, I think he's going to have a big game. Um, over seventy five. Point five rush yards at nine to ten. I think that's a great price uh, for the value. Um, mm. As we sort of said uh, about ETN, the Chargers allow so many so many yards per carry. Um, for me, I think I think that's a no brainer. I think you've got to go for ETN over seventy five and a half. Yeah, no, I definitely think there's value there, and and I can imagine Doug Peterson is definitely going to try and run the ball early on with the Chargers' run defence being that way and, and that's with the, the wide receivers. Go on. 
Yeah, sort of how it's been the last few weeks, as I said, like, uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't even thrown over 250 yeah. yards in each of his three games. Clearly, back in ETN and his ability in the run game, so, uh, as a, yeah, definitely got to go for that one. Um, I th- yeah. uh, it's interesting, I was going to, um, oh, my final note for this game was, for the Daily Fantasy players, was... To um to stick Lawrence and ETN together because don't trust those Jaguars wide receivers as we've discussed individually. But uh, I think Trevor Lawrence will have a decent day. ETN has been even more involved in the past game, the last few games, and uh, yeah, we're expecting him to do well on the ground. So uh, yeah, I think we both agree that uh, maybe look to ETN if you if you're betting on this one. Absolutely, I am gonna have to go back to a prediction I made. I probably should have. Um, I remember uh, you asking us about our dark horses for the Super Bowl and at the time it was a bit of a crazy punt but I actually said the Jacksonville Jaguars and the reason was is because I thought they'd go on a similar run to what the Bengals did the year before and considering Ooh. the run they've got the poor start, uh, who knows could be happening if they could beat be the Chargers build that momentum yeah. they're already on that five game win streak could happen and I was getting worried for a time that um, it could have been a great contender for what the fuck are you talking about but <laughs> they've really turned it around won the division over the Titans and yeah wow what an exciting game we've got ahead yeah definitely um, great prediction Ashley and um, it's going to be a tight one I didn't I hadn't really thought about it but uh, that does kind of have Bengals vibes. This Jaguar team right now get on a, uh, I think it's six and one over the last seven games to pip the division title. But uh, that beautiful stuff. That seems like a great place to wrap up the second of our wild card weekend preview series. Check out our feed for previews of each of the other five games this weekend. Thank you for listening though, and see you soon.